being black is stressful, but inner peace is real. We're creating safe space for real talk about black stress and how we manage it. We do it because we love ourselves. We do it because we love you. And we do it because we love being black. Hey, welcome to Mindfulness for the Culture. Get it, get it. Hey, hey, hey. Every time. Every time. Every single time. Every single time. I can get behind that. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Welcome. I am Sonia Russell, co founder and CEO of Special Sauce. I am King David Walker, co founder and chief strategy officer of Special Sauce. Yes, and we are here deep in Ooh. season two. Come on, of y'all! Mindfulness for the culture, bringing the mindful badassery. Bad assery, okay? Oh, just because you can be both of them, both and mindful and a badass. That's right. And that's what we want to. Present show. company, come on. Included. Present company <laughs> come included. Come on, now. oh, especially, yes. especially yes. present company come included. Come on, <laughs> yes. Come on now. So I'm super excited because we're in. As you know, the beautiful Oakland, California. It is a beautiful day here in Oakland, California today. And we are here with one of my favorite mindful badasses. Mm. Someone who legitimately, let's be clear, helped me get and be and stay on my own badassery path. Come on. Right? Like just real life. Like people who I have leaned into having as my support system. People who I trust, people who I know, have a really clear sense of who they are, are standing Mm. unapologetically, powerfully. Like this is a woman of power and I like want to lean in, be close, hang out with, snuggle, all the things. (laughs) Because I want some of all of that that. glorious Mm. beautifulness to rub off on who I am. And Keisha Mitchell is one of these people and so let's much so so and, and, and let's be clear that we were intentional yes. to make sure that we had time with Keisha yes yes official 100%. time with Keisha as our life coaches yes. during the inception of what we are doing with special sauce yes and I'm gonna put it out there I like to say it. I am Keisha's first male client you know yes. what I'm saying yes. so I wear that with a badge of honor because she didn't have to let me she didn't have to do that and she did and I appreciate right. it because my life is different now because of exactly it so. um, and exactly my so and my experience of special sauce and everything associated with it the expansion the mindset the standing in the all of it, all of it. is expanded yes. and I'm grateful y'all yes Woo. and I benefit tremendously tremendously from accountability yes tremendously from somebody who i know is in my corner mm-hmm. but will also hold me accountable for my nonsense right? <laughs> like just, but you know right? what though like and, let's be clear and give you some space for the nonsense yes absolutely and then help you absolutely. shut it down and then help you <laughs> shut it down look shut it down look, i'm not gonna get into too much of it but i i had i texted keisha the other day and was like yo i had a moment where I thought about my petty why. I needed to know why my, yes. I needed to know why I was doing something. And it was a petty reason, and we'll learn about why that's how that comes up. But it, it empowered me. Yes. I stood in it for a moment, got what I needed, and jumped right on back out. That's right. Come on. And that was some coaching I got from Keisha, like in that moment. So, y'all, put Keisha's your seat, here. put your seatbelts on, y'all, because the light is bright. The light is bright. The light is bright. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, we mention this often. We like to uplift and celebrate the heart because there's heart. Yes. There's heart in everything. And the badassery at the core of it is heart. Yes. And it shows up in many different ways. Yes. And a manifestation and demonstration um, of the badassery 
are the credentials. So Come we on. like to celebrate heart credentials. Okay. <laughs> yes. So yes. Um, please pleasure me for a moment. Allow me to just get in here, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna may I. May yes, I? come May on, I? Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. Come on, come so, on. Keisha Mitchell is a fierce advocate of empowering people toward personal and systemic change. She is on a mission to prepare, develop, and increase the supply of healthy, resilient leaders. A one-time corporate employee suiting up to sit in her South, excuse me, her San Francisco financial district cubicle day after day, Keisha took the bold move to leave the nine to five. I'm so glad you did. Yes. Uh, but it didn't happen spontaneously or quickly. Leveraging her years of personal and spiritual development training, plus her natural sense of solutions and strategies, she mapped out a way to pursue the leap to entrepreneurship with what? Grace and ease. Yes. Come on, Grace and <laughs> ease. Sounds like Michael Come on, Grace and ease. Me. Yes. Fast forward 15 years, and Keisha is now an in-demand successful coach and speaker with loyal clients, present company included. Hell yes. And a thriving business. She facilitates mentoring programs, live events, and workshops built around her empowered success framework she created. Her clients acknowledge, make time for, and take action on the calling they can't seem to ignore. A, a former professional dancer and accountant with a degree in business management, Keisha knows how to blend the creative and the strategic, making dreams become real and practical. Come on, Come Keisha. On she draws from decades of study in neuroscience, come on, success principles, mentoring, and spiritual practice to create relevant strategies that address personal realities. She's been featured as a keynote speaker on television and major magazines and on podcasts, sharing her message of empowerment, and we're glad that she's here with us. Keisha's own journey noticeably serves as an inspiration for other black women and inspires future entrepreneurs of all backgrounds. Keisha credits her own success in entrepreneurship, community advocacy, and public speaking to multiple businesses and coaching certifications. Ongoing, ongoing, ongoing mindset ongoing. and transformation <laughs> studies. Come on. And a strong, active spiritual foundation. Keisha lives in Oakland, California, supported by her husband of 24 years, her two teenagers, and a strong inner circle of sisterhood, and mentors. I present to you uh, Michael Badass herself. Yes. Keisha Mitchell. Keisha Mitchell. Yeah, and the, oh, look, the trees are celebrating with the wind. Yes. They're like, yeah. Thank you, ancestors. The ancestors are Thank like, you, yep. Ancestors. <laughs> okay. ancestors are like, yes. Woo, come on. Yes. Listen, the ancestors show up when I need yes. them. Yes. You hear me? We all They all do. We just have to accept the man. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, thank, thank you. you. I love y'all. We love y'all. <laughs> we love you. We want to make do. sure you know it. I'm so I'm I'm so thankful. Um and also I just I love this life. You know what I'm saying? I love this life. Come on. Um I'm so blessed and so honored to be able to be those things. All of it. <laughs> right? All of it. Like experience All of those it. things. And 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 let's let's be real here. Like getting there. <laughs> was not an easy process. I tell my clients all the time, listen, this whole <laughs> mindful badassery thing that y'all talking about, it is not easy. Oh, yeah. it, mm. But it can be done with ease. Oh, and yes. what grace. It can be done with ease and grace. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, you know, that that's the stuff, y'all. Like that's what that's what it's about. Right. It's us trying to get, jump on this roller coaster of mm. life, right? And ride it fully, enjoying it and like 
prepare ourselves and prep ourselves for that huge drop, for them corkscrews, for that tunnel where we can't yes. see nothing, you know, for yes. the people that told us that the roller coaster was really, you know, a mess and some people then, you know, <laughs> right? With, yep. For people that said, why are you getting on that roller coaster? Like, you know, it's not going to last. It's going to break down. You know, we, that's, this is all of what y'all doing. This is what we need for this mm. ride. So. I'm blessed to be here, and I'm ready. Yo, I'm ready. Let's do this. That, that was the intro, y'all. Like, we ain't even got into it. She didn't bust out we with all the money. We ain't nothing. Yes. And I feel like I need to go sit down and journal. <laughs> right. Stop with that. Stop with that. Woo. Okay, yes. All right, so we got a we got a whole program, right, for, yes. for, for sure. Yes. Um, but it's just, it's just great to have this powerhouse. Yes, here. we're so grateful. We're so grateful. So... We're going to get in, of course, to talking about mindfulness and stress specifically, but we mm-hmm. want to go back a little bit mm-hmm. um, and talk about where you grew up and what you were like as a kid. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's so funny to think back to, you know, like what you were doing and who you were, right, you know, right. as a kid. Um, so I was born in Oakland and raised in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and people think of Berkeley as like, oh, the flower child. You know, my mom did. She went to UC Berkeley. But listen. I grew up in South Berkeley, which is the hood. <laughs> Nobody talks about Berkeley and the hood, okay? But I grew up in the hood. I loved, love, love my neighborhood. I love the folks that I grew up with. And, um, you know, I, my father was the only male. I think maybe there was one more on the second block, but was the only dad on the block. Mm. Um, you know, before I got into my sophomore year, in high school, two of my friends had been shot and, and murdered, you know, and killed. Um, and I grew up with, like, listen, we were being protected by the drug dealers on the corner, yes. okay? <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, they all knew us little kids, you know, going around. So, saying that to say, um, I, I, I enjoyed my life as a kid, mm-hmm. and I have to recognize now a lot of the things that I do and that I feel are trauma responses. Mm. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and like I, we don't think of we don't think of stuff that way. We're just like, listen, we got through. That's the culture, right? We, we made it through. We got through, right? Exactly. You know what? We made me survive. You all right? Why your mom and dad be like, you all right? Ain't you? Right. Did you die? Did you die? Did you die? So, so, you know, being thankful for mm-hmm. all of that, right? And recognizing, um, recognizing the trauma responses, recognizing also that all of that made me who I am, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. now as well. Uh, but so as a kid, you know, it's so funny because I think I was always tall, right? So I'm 5'9 mm-hmm. now, but I was like the tallest kid in the class forever. Grace wants to be 5'9", by the way. She, <laughs> she told me. She Bless told her. Me, just, uh, yeah, let her know she's going to have to learn how to add some fabric into her. Because <laughs> 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 she's going to be flooded. So, um, so growing up, um, I, I was always trying to shrink. Mm. Right? Oh. Because, you know, it was like, I'm, I'm always, relationships are very important to me. I've always been a high value. So, you know, I wanted friends and I wanted, but people have ideas mm. of, you know, folks that are tall or big or whatever, you know, all of the things, mm-hmm. right? And so either people were intimidated or people thought I was a certain way or whatever, but I spent a lot of my childhood trying to shrink so mm-hmm. that I could be friends or people wouldn't think a certain way, right? Um, 
and in that, you know, I have some of my, my friends that literally I grew up with on the block, I still have as really good friends mm -hmm. today. So a lot of those relationships endured. And um, I, also, um, I also grew up with a mentally ill mother, mm -hmm. um, which is why I grew up with a single dad raising me, right? Most, you know, people are like, oh, I grew up with, you know, a single, single uh, parent household. Well, I grew up with a single father. So I'm a certified daddy's girl. And I realized that a lot of the empowerment work um, that I do right now, especially with women, um, has to do so much with seeing my mother, knowing you, you know all of who she was, this, you know, going to UC Berkeley with us, getting her masters, being the only one to kind of move all the way across the country then from Florida. And all of these things, all the papers that she wrote, the potential, mm. right? Mm. The beautiful mm. potential, and then this almost like facade that was kind of over mm. her. Mm -hmm. And so it was part, it was my job as a child to always try and figure out how to go behind the facade. What's the real? What's the real? Okay, I know that was the, that's the thing that mama's doing today, but I know who she really mm. is. Mm -hmm. You know, um, now, of course, that came with a lot of stuff that I realized now was trauma response. Right. Um, and it just um, it really allowed me to understand that we wear so many masks mm. and so much armor mm. and, you know, all these things that sometimes we can't. So my, my mother didn't have a choice. Right. She was it was an illness. But we often put on, right, actively, <laughs> right? Right, actively, actively yep, exactly, sure kind of shield ourselves mm -hmm. from our best good, from mm. our potential, from the people around us that could potentially support, and sometimes it's the people around us that could potentially hurt. Here's something I'm thinking about as you say that, mm -hmm. is that mask that can intentionally be put on, because underneath, choosing or not, is a brilliant light. Yes. And whenever that light is being covered up, other folk don't give them an opportunity to experience exactly. that life. Exactly. So, so, so it's, it's if nobody wins. Right, right. When, when, nobody the, when, the, when wins. the mask is put on. Right. So true. And, and you know, I will say personally, I experienced that because I, so I have a younger brother, and I experienced my mother before she fully, before the illness fully took on. So I remember mm -hmm. her life, mm -hmm. right? I remember mm -hmm. who she really was. My brother doesn't. Mm. Right, so he only knows her with kind of mm -hmm. the the facade or the shield or the whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it, kind of blocking mm -hmm. that light or her who she really was. And we we have always you know uh, communicated differently. We've always thought about her in a different way and thought about our whole um, situation in a completely different way. You know, right. so it's true. Wow, mm. nobody wins. Yeah, with that. I. Mm -hmm. We'll have to talk offline because yeah. there's, a very, <laughs> very, there's a very, very, a very, very similar experience growing mm -hmm. up as well. And mm -hmm. um, I can re I can receive um, all that you are empowering other people to do because mm -hmm. I have an awareness of something similar in my uh -huh. own life. Mm -hmm. So I can really appreciate the impetus or the the the, the mission yes. that you're on uh, to empower leaders and uh, allow folks best selves. Yes. to expressions and shine through because you know it's there right <laughs> and and isn't that part of being mindful right so yeah. this is the piece right looking at our lives looking at who we are and really like acknowledging wait 
oh, that's that's why I act the way I do. Right. That's right. why right. I do the things. You know, right. I think that is a huge part. And we're not even talking about the mindfulness yet, but <laughs> you know on. what I mean? Yep, I think that's such is. a huge part of really is really like saying, who am I? Who was I? Okay, yep, <laughs> right. And, and who mm-hmm. do I plan on being? Mm-hmm. And really um, digging into that in a way that um, allows us to continue to shine that light. Mm. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Anyway, we can get all into it. Yes. So, you know, that that was me kind of as a kid. I was also in high school. Um, I did grow into my leadership. So I was sophomore princess i was homecoming queen i was senior class president african-american co-president like so i definitely i was a very humble badass yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um you know i did i was still i was still sure it's so interesting to me like when i think about certain things in certain ways i could have shown up and i and i recognize like dang how was i running for all these things and standing in this position but sitting down you know what i'm saying because the light's still gonna shine right it's so it's it's mind-blowing you know and i think we all have these instances where we're like wait i you know i I look toe up today and people were like oh you look great you know what i mean like your light will still shine every time every time and that and that's just the goal uh for what we're doing with our app um and with special sauce and Clearly, the folk that we'll have on the podcast, right. everybody's working towards the same goal, just yeah. different ways in our lanes. And that's just to un- I just create the space for folk's lights to shine yes. and live their highest and best lives, regardless of anything else. Yes. We can fill in the blank anything. We can put systems in there. We can put what my mama said, what my daddy said, what happened, right. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. All of that stuff, is, is, is it is information. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. And, and to do it intentionally. And to do it intentionally. Right. Like, yeah. I, we have people on who are living it, who are constantly living mindfulness yeah. and living it throughout their, like, everything is interconnected. And, and mindfulness yeah. at the at the center, at the core. Whether, regardless of spiritual practices, faith, mindfulness is a lifestyle yeah. that, that sure unifies and connects everybody. Sure which enough. is why I know I could get, you know, being your first male student, I'm a uh, yes. like client. <laughs> um, like that, that meant a lot to me because yeah. I knew there was so much that's. Mm-hmm. Ba- I know, I knew, I knew who you were, and mm-hmm. I trusted you. And I'm like, oh, if she about to sit down and get me some actual culture <laughs> for real, like, oh, let me get that because yeah. what she's offering yeah. is applicable to anyone who's willing to be open to it. It's true. And you know what? I want to say that you also opened me up to that, Mm. right? Because yes, a lot of my study has been the difference between men and women and how they succeed and how we expand. And I realized that I was still limiting myself, right? I still am putting myself in a box, not only in what I can do and who I can serve, but also putting my potential clients in a box saying they can only be be this way in Mm. order to receive. Right. So it did also open me up to say, no, it's really about who is open to receiving. Right. What I have not necessarily, you know, a certain gender or a certain race or a certain, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is. So thank you. No, thank you, you, Sonia. It's good to have a co-founder who always got your back. Mm -hmm. And Sonia was the one who brought the idea like mm-hmm. and kind of facilitated Please. that happening so okay i'm like hell yeah everybody come on <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's good i'm trying to share <laughs> right 
we're talking about so a little bit. Um, Keisha, tell, I know we read your bio, mm-hmm. credentials, all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us a little bit more about what you are doing in the world now. Sure. So um, I right now am a success coach and speaker. And I work specifically with people who they're not aligned with climbing that corporate ladder anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they want to and have been wanting to let go of those rungs for a long time now because they are more aligned with what the world, with what spirit, with what their own heart is calling them to do in the world in the form of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, if I could just kind of say it concisely, right, right. right that, that's what laser, it is. That's uh, a laser <laughs> right there, like right into it. Like, this is what I do. Like, right. Listen, that's what this I teach, what I okay? okay? Like, y'all be clients that are listening. Do y'all see how I just did that? Boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> right. Living it, okay? Laser. Laser. Um, Real yes. clear. Yes. And, you know, what, what that involves is, um, it, I've also, you know, like you guys have said, it involves private coaching, um, right, one-on-one um, with me. It also um, involves my membership. You know, I did a lot of, like, a lot of folks, a lot of soul-searching, um, last year, um, and we're talking kind of COVID specifically, and um, not just soul searching within my own self because I'm always doing that, but <laughs> but my, for my business and how I'm presenting to the world, how I'm offering my service, and how people are receiving it, and I realized that you know when I did my programs before, I've done nine month programs, and people are always like, "Wait, we, we finished? <laughs> what, 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 what we gonna do?" And whether yes. it's me or community or whatever it is, it's like, wait. Um, so I decided at the beginning of this year that I really wanted to do something ongoing. So now I have an ongoing collective um, called Employee to Entrepreneur Elevation. And so it is what you would call like a membership, right? So for people to have an ongoing place to receive support, to receive motivation, to ask their questions. Um, There are so many people that are in the office and they know what they want to do. But they just, you know, you can't see it. Sometimes right, you, right. you know, you have the vision, you have it in your heart, but you're like, how, Lord? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How, Lord, how? Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it's it's an opportunity to um, witness others on the same journey and also get that expert guidance to say, what is just my next step? Like, I have this whole idea in my mind, but what is the next step? What does it mean? Like, what do I have to get? Do I have to, like, get a certification for my business? Do I need a, you know, a business account? Um, what is marketing? Like, how am I supposed to be getting my product or service out there? So just to be able to answer those questions and be in community on this journey. Right. Um, so I'm excited about so, that. So two things come up. Well, actually three. The first mm-hmm. is we're going to acknowledge the, the noise of life <laughs> yes, real yes. quick. And so y'all <laughs> know that true. we, even this life happens. Year, the wind. Yep. And the animals. Thing, and the Keisha, ancestors Keisha didn't brought up. all the energy out here. So, <laughs> exactly. you know, we'll, we'll, so we're acknowledging yes. that and still being mindful in that. And mm-hmm. I want to uplift uh, two principles of Nguzo Saba that I hear as, mm-hmm. as you speak. Uh, one of them is purpose. Uh, and it is to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Come yeah. on. That sounds uh, foundational mm-hmm. uh, to what you are doing. Yes. And then uh, collective work and responsibility yes. is to build and maintain our community together. We make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and work to solve them together. You've created the whole start. To, you've created a journey for folks to be able to tap in and out of. Yes. By virtue of a membership, there's mm-hmm. ongoing support. Mm-hmm. Um, so we like to lift up, you know, those yes. those uh, those tenants that make up our app. Yes, um, absolutely. So 
Uh, and Keisha is all about Nguzo Saba. Let's not say. <laughs> I was just about to say, Let's listen, I have been, I've been practicing Kwanzaa uh, since I was 14. Yeah, so, so let's, my children yes. have grown up in Nguzo Saba. Like, you know, that I, I do not practice it only during Kwanzaa. It is literally a day-to-day, you know. Clearly. Clearly. Because I just picked two. Just just to pick two. Right. There, 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 there are more I could I could choose right. here right now, and I just wanted to lift that up. Yeah, right? thank because, you. Thank no, no, you for, for that. sure. Because that's what, I mean, everything that Sonia and I do has intention. Mm-hmm. And we want to have people who are mindful badasses on this, on, this, on this season, and not just badasses to be badasses, but folk who are living and breathing the principles that our app is founded upon. Right. Yes. All right, right. So, and the you. fact that we're talking about, you know, we're not talking about something that's beyond the possible. We're yes. talking about... Every day, y'all, we're doing it. Practical. We're out here. It's practical. We're talking about the thing that can get your life right in mm. five minutes a day. <laughs> yes. Like, we try to, like... Because it ain't got to take all day. Exactly. exactly. Right. You know, right. That's right. the right. Myth, it right? take is intention, right? Yes. What it takes yes. is intention. Sometimes yeah. it's just the reminder. Like, Come you know, on. don't give me... Like, listen, I... That whole... The membership, that was a reminder to me of Ujima. Remember, it's collective work and responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not that, you know... People think like, oh, they live it all, you know, every day and hot. Listen, it's all a practice. <laughs> okay, we gotta remember, you know. Exactly. Like I'm like oneness. Let me let me just <laughs> let me try and remember during this time that we are in right now. Let me try and remember um, Umoja yes. and oneness, right, yes. and unity and yes. what that really truly Ooh. can mean in my life on a daily on basis. A daily when basis. I'm about to cut somebody but, out, we just, mentioned, we just mentioned. <laughs> we, we just mentioned. We were just talking about, about that. the fact that just talking the about the fact it. that I want to open hand smack somebody is not that is just you know for blowing a horn at me that's a thing but in that moment before i stop my car and go back there open hand smack somebody in the face for blowing that horn i get to say you know what i get there's a moment where i can choose mindfulness i can breathe stimulus between stimulus and response is our choice y'all mindfulness don't make those instincts different right it yes. makes how i respond to my yes. instincts a little bit different which yes. again it's one of the things we want to dissolve these myths that yeah. in order to be mindful you got to be all right. zen all the time right. every day and not have no that is not true right. <laughs> that is right. not true no. right and because i i'm learning and expanding in these principles i have a deeper toolkit to pull out of mm-hmm. right that can say okay well let's substitute open hand smack <laughs> Or something different. <laughs> what other tool what, could what, I possibly what, use what, what rather than the open hand smack? What can I? What, <laughs> what can I use that's gonna promote the one that they keep just talking about? Exactly. I love that. Yes. Open hand smack is just disrespectful. <laughs> But it just seems so like people just call for it. Right? So we just gotta figure out, Lord, I know they we I think they're calling for that tool, but but Lord, please tell me what the tool is that they really are calling different. For. I know there's something else they're calling for spirit. I know. Right. I know. So the the practice of it is real. Yeah. The yeah. practice every day. It's a it's a choice. Yeah. And we want people to have access to what ways are to get to those choices because yeah. we, we don't get to choose for people but we can say hey here's here's a nice here's a couple of landmarks along the journey that, that may be helpful to right. you so right right Whew. i love y'all <laughs> so it's real so keisha i need you to tell me what yes. what kind of stuff stresses you out and mm. talk about how it shows up in your body okay. and in your life yeah yes yeah, so 
If you remember from my bio, I am a mom of teens. <laughs> <laughs> and and let me just say right right here. So I am not one of those mothers that um you know, is all about the baby life. Like I actually, you know, I love that. I love like dressing them and cute, but I like this time. Mm-hmm. Like I like seeing them, you know, as burgeoning young adults, you know, mm-hmm. and and watching them question the world and questioning themselves and being able to talk to them. So I actually like this period of time. And there is a continual cloud of hormones (laughs) (laughs) that are in every room of our house, (laughs) you know, on the ceiling. So, you know, I'm a mom of teens. So um, I will say um, parenting can be a challenge and let me just say really it's conscious parenting mm. yes that is a challenge. come on let's be clear <laughs> yes conscious, conscious parenting is hard <laughs> okay and, and yeah. what we say, it can be done with ease and grace there can be ease <laughs> yes. but let's be clear right so so that can stress me out because you know i did i did grow up now my my dad um my dad did not whip me he did not he did not believe in, you know, whipping his girl child, but he used to tell my brother up, okay? And so that was enough for me to be like, I won't be doing that. Because, right. um, you know, but I grew up with the spare the rod, spoil the child kind of, you know, idea. Um, and, um, and just, and, and I love my dad and he did the absolute best that he could do in every moment as we all do mm-hmm. you know and of course there are a lot of things that now I'm like I well I realized before when I had kids that I'm like I don't I, I don't want to raise much my, my children that way right you know right. what I mean I want to do something different right right so um so conscious parenting can stress me the hell out <laughs> when I'm trying to like remember who I am you know um, inside of these challenges. And, and let's be clear, a lot of them are straight up ego challenges, y'all. Yes. A lot of it don't have nothing to do with the facts <laughs> of, of is, what your child is exactly, doing or yes. what you're doing. It is the fact that you want to open hands <laughs> <laughs> and you're committed to, to not, not, doing, not that. doing that. I am committed you know? to not doing that. And, and you know, because I'm a coach, right? Let's dig a yes. little deeper and, and recognize that a lot of the things that we are really challenged by um are our insecurities of being a parent Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. saying am i doing this right you know am i how much money will they have to pay for therapy later on (laughs) you know like you know but really it's our insecurities of just being like god i want to get it right and i don't think i'm doing the right thing you know i somehow i'm failing at this Mm -hmm. um and 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 you're not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of the time we're just doing the best that we can, right? So, and there's no, I used to tell my birth clients, I'm a um, certified natural birth educator, and I used to tell my birth clients all the time, let me just clear this up for you right now. There will be no manual that pops out <laughs> <laughs> after the baby. Like, mm, you know, yes. you are, you on a clear slate. Um, so, she was my birth coach too, y'all. Just yeah, FYI. Yes, that's right. FYI, we go way back. My yes, child is almost 10. Right. So let's be clear. That's right. Yes, yeah, so and she and, was and a badass so, then. Right, and I was yes. coaching then. It yes. was just a, yes. about a different, a different subject. subject. Yep. Um, so that stresses me out. Um, I think 
so at the same the same level. So I've been married for twenty four years. Um, kind of the same. Would you thing. say praise God? Yeah, hallelujah. Black love, right Black there. Black love, celebrate. Come on, twenty four years. I'm gonna celebrate years. that right now. Yes, as I celebrate, you. it shows up in my life. Yes, hallelujah. Right. Amen. 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 That deserves applause. Yes, okay, let me just say. Amen. Um, and so that is what, like, doing that right, right? So it's not my marriage itself that stresses me, but it's the stress of, like, am I what my husband deserves? Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I love this man, and he's beautiful. And am I what he deserves? You know, mm. am I doing what he needs? Am I being the, the person, right? And, and all of the things. Um, what else stresses me out? <laughs> Lord, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, the world really... Humans, humans, <laughs> people, people, yes, people, people. Right, yes. Right. Um, and and to be honest, I I do take my spiritual oneness um, principle very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I do practice it as much as I want to separate, as much as the world wants us to separate. Um, I, that is one of my principal tenets. So I'm constantly challenging myself to see myself in others, to see others in me. You know, um, and. Folks just be awesome. Whole other, just, yeah. Go ahead and say I, it. You know, they <laughs> be on some all other shit, y'all. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not. <laughs> other shit. It's just real, man. This yes. is it's real. And yeah. so, and it wears me out sometimes because I want. Also, I think when you when you are a light bringer, and mm. I will say that I have accepted that t- that title and that role. That's sure. Right, um, I bring light wherever I go, whether I want to or not. Sure. I literally yes. will walk around being like, I'm gonna have my mean face on today, and nope. it don't matter. Nope. It don't matter. Nope. People will sit down next to me, tell me their entire life story. <laughs> I yes. respond, and they're like, "Thank you, that will change my life." <laughs> you know? right. so, yes, yes. But um, as a light bringer, I think we. We always see the potential. Like, we always are like, ooh, but this, what it could be. Yes, you know, what, what we yes, could do. What yes. we, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and that's, it's stressful to see that and not be able to do what you really want to do, you know, for that. And especially when you are um, not just raising children, but also, you know, I think of my, my clients and my com- as community, as family. Right. And so I also feel like I am guiding and raising community. And yep. I'm like, listen, y'all got to be right for my folks. to come. <laughs> right. you know? right. I'm going to need the world to be right, right for my folks to emerge their businesses into. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there, there's I would say just that whole human thing um, is, is can be stressful. Mm-hmm. How it shows up. So and here is where I have learned the trauma responses. I do not outwardly show stress. Like I had my first birth at natural birth at home. It was 34 hours. Um, and my midwives were surprised to learn that I was in hard labor. And I realize, I recognize now that that is because I grew up with a mother that I did, she could go off at any time. You know, we could be in the store and then she would get at some delusion thing and and you know could just kind of go off um i never knew Mm. what response my mom would have to things you know i never knew what that was so i learned to be calm in all situations Mm -hmm. because i knew like and i i i I know that this is a trauma response because children should not have the responsibility 
to hold that kind of space. Yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that was my job. I had a little brother. My dad was working most of the time. And if I was with my mother, it was my job to like, and I would literally, <laughs> y'all like, it's so interesting thinking about it now, you know, knowing I was a kid then, because to me, I don't know how, what words I use for myself, but to me, it was like, in my mind, I was like, if I can just emit enough peace mm. and like enough calm mm. to, to counterbalance mm. the rage or the mm -hmm. whatever right. that my mom whatever. was, you know, exhibiting, it'll be okay. Mm. Like mm -hmm. we can balance it out and we can make it out of the store <laughs> right, <laughs> or right. we can make it without the police being called or without my dad getting upset. You know, whatever the thing was. And so for me, it was always this thing of like, I have to intentionally, like, you know, it was like, I love, I've always loved superheroes and I am a sci fi nerd. Same. Come on. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. We're a fine company. Right. 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 Right this amount of I would kind of picture it as like a kind of an aura or something like coming out of me mm -hmm. to like make the you know bring down the energy mm -hmm. and make everything mm -hmm. okay so in that I never I didn't know I was doing that you know I, that was a survival technique right, right and so um now as an adult you know, and a lot of things that, you know, me and my husband have been through. He's just like, listen, I don't know when you're stressed. Like, you got to tell me <laughs> right. because I can't see it in you. Right. And I didn't realize that this was something that I had been doing since I, I was a child. Um, and so I don't exhibit it. But my physical body, like, does a lot of different things. So mm -hmm. digestion, um, my, like, <laughs> before... Listen, I could go, I could speak on a stage of thousands, right? Y'all look at me and be like, look at her, all calm, cool, and collected. Listen, don't go in the bathroom that I just, <laughs> <laughs> that I just came out of before I went That's on stage. Real, <laughs> real stuff. Real I'm sorry to get, you know, but <laughs> listen, my listen. body will be like, okay. Girl, what you doing? We gonna clean all of our insides out <laughs> in order for you to be a vessel today, right? And so I recognize in my body um, that, that I, I experience stress in those ways. So I have to be very um, mindful, you know, and intentional about saying, okay, Keisha, if you, you know, your throat, you're starting to feel your throat. What are you not saying? Mm. You know, do you need to rest? What are you not giving yourself right now? What are you stressing about? Pay attention. What are you, I, like, I have to ask myself, what are you stressing about? You know, and then start journaling because mm -hmm. otherwise I won't really know. Mm. Does that make sense? That makes yes. total sense. You better come on. <clears throat> you better teach the people. Come on, we teach the people. Now we're gonna. I'm trying not to be here all day because I have all, so many <laughs> questions. That, that just gave you know, me we so talk many other day, questions. We can talk all day. However, I want to move into sort of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I love. There are so many things, and there are so many things that so many of us did that were coping mechanisms right. that got us to here, right? Because right? sometimes I want to go to people and be like, if y'all knew, if y'all knew, knew my situation, <laughs> you would be praising me. You would be praising yeah. how I show up today, yes. right? Like you would be praising because the open hand slap it's would real. be so much more real in your life. And frequent. Like just, right, right. Um, right. But so what do you, so now that you can intentionally put like words on it and yeah. you can like, uh, bring it to 
clear outlay of yeah. what's happening. What kind of stuff do you do that's mindful? Like, how do you, what's that practice? And I know for so many of us, it's just ingrained in my life, right? right? I have to think about what, which of those things could I classify as a mindfulness practice? Right. Because your life is so full. So can you share a little bit about that? Sure. And, and let me just say, um, <laughs> I, I don't know if this qualifies as a mindful practice, but I think it does. I chose a human to live my life with that helps me mm. do Come this. On. He supports me in, um, in recognizing and calling me out and saying, is this the kind of relationship you want to have with your daughter? Mm. you know mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that I can be like y'all know what you're talking about and then go sit down <laughs> and think about it <laughs> right because <laughs> I'm a Taurus I'm going to come at you with the horns first <laughs> yes, but yes, then we are yes. quiet creatures that we go and we sit down and we contemplate <laughs> so um, and, and my mm. husband is a huge part of um, of that that balancing out you know and and he could because he grew up in a very different family more middle class family um a religious family and and it was just very different so i i want to say that and i i think it is a mindful practice because it's so um it's so important who we surround ourselves mm-hmm. with yep you know um and oftentimes we might see people that were like oh that's they're not like us or something and it's like but they may that might mean that you guys are a perfect like you know counterbalance or like you know you have that perfect kind of coach too scale you know (laughs) scale to come on so so i want to acknowledge that because um i very intentionally choose the people that i share my life with yes um and i have beautiful beautiful people around me present company included um that means i intentionally exclude people yep. well, from my talk. life well, as real well talk. and that's not an easy process mm, but it is a very necessary process um, for my expansion and for my peace um so <laughs> and as a like a more kind of like tool in the toolbox you know mm-hmm. kind of thing in terms of um mindfulness i will say breathing has been all, extremely <sighs> important to me when i first <laughs> became a mother one of my friends um told me and and I don't even remember exactly how he said it but it always stuck with me he was like your breath can heal anything Mm. and I always remembered that and he was just like just you know breathe and when I um uh how I had my children naturally at home was through um breathing processes Mm. like that is literally what enabled me to get through with such grace um and so breathing, like literally just stopping it. And, and y'all know, any of my clients know, we begin, yep. <laughs> we begin yep. our um, sessions right. by centering and breathing. <laughs> I read it a couple of times. You were like, uh-uh. 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 Right. And sometimes, and then sometimes I'll forget, right? And the client will be like, wait, wait, did we do our centering? <laughs> and I'll be like, that's <laughs> right, good. <laughs> So, yes. um, so breathing is an extremely, I mean, it literally just on a physical level, right? It brings that oxygen into your body and not just your body, but your brain. Mm-hmm. And we need that oxygen in order to make clear aligned decisions on a physical chemical level. Yeah. Um, and you know, the breath, one of my favorite, um, mantras or affirmations or whatever you want to call it is, um, God is closer to me than my very breath. Mm. And so for me, taking in a deep breath and like being really mindful and just paying attention, feeling the air coming 
in through my nose and like breathing out means that God is with me. That spirit is there, that I am one, that I am a constant and consistent part of source. Come on now. Right. So that breathing is, is a very important um, piece for me. Hmm. Um, another, another tool is, um, so I, I want to say I've been meditating for years. I've been trying to meditate. For years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, but, you know, and one of the things that I tell my clients, too, is, like, you, you have to find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, there's a bunch of tools. There's a bunch of strategies out there. Um, but we are all so different, right? So you have to find out what works for you. Um, and so what I realized is my mind is so busy with so many things and so many visions and, and so much stuff that it's really a challenge for me to sit and, and literally just quiet my mind. So I use tools. I use audio. Um, I use guided meditations. I use high-frequency music. Um Sometimes, like I can, I'll literally just put on like a story, like an audio book, and and it will kind of lull me, you know, into a state of, if not sleep, if I'm not just trying to go to sleep, but just lull me into a state where my my mind is like, we we gonna we gonna go over here in this other room, we gonna talk amongst ourselves right. <laughs> while, right. while, she, while she's right. doing this, right? Um, <clears throat> and I don't fault myself for that because that that's one of the things. It's like just like. Our muscles, right? Our legs are for us to move. You know, our hands are to grab things. Our brains are supposed to think. That's right. Right. It's what right? They are designed it is to do. literally yes. what it's supposed to do. So I don't want to say, "Hey, brain, don't think," because I'm like, I'm, "Thank you for right? thinking. <laughs> yes. Thank you for those amazing right. thoughts that yes. you have." In, right. Yes. I just, I'm not gonna listen to you right now. <laughs> right. Right. right now. Um. So, um. So for sure, um, breathing and and I want to just include that. Um, I feel like another mindfulness tool, and again, because these things are so incorporated in my lives, I'm, I'm, my life, I'm not really sure like what is a tool or just a thing, um, but is is just my own awareness of like, like Keisha, who are you being right now, mm. right? Because I am, like I said, I am a certified light bringer, and there there lives a mean girl inside oh, of me. Well, <laughs> well, you know what well, I'm saying? Open hands. Open hands. <laughs> and so Disrespectful. I Disrespectful. And you know what? That's another, that's another uh, point that I need to bring up is that is also when I recognize stress. Yes. Is yes. I recognize myself, you know, I don't know, scrolling social media or even, you know, with my family, with my kids or something. And I recognize that mean girl coming Irritated, out. Just. Right? Yes. You know, and being like, well, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, now why are you talking about her? Why are you talking about that girl on social media? She ain't done nothing to you. You know, now this stuff don't never come out of my mouth. Right, right, right. right, right. But, but we got to be real about, you know, the, the, the ourselves, right. you know, the different selves that live in us. And um, so that for me, I realized that when I am stressed, I kept I catch the main girl like really coming on strong in my mind. Mm. And so I, I just become super aware and like, ooh, okay, I see you. <laughs> I see you being mean right here. Yes. So what, what's going on, baby? Ooh, come on, right. toss it. Toss what's what's going on, baby? Right. right. You know, right. just like, come on, let's let, let's just talk about it. Right. <laughs> like, you know, right. um, so that is another another practice for me and you know during this whole COVID area I mean COVID situation (laughs) you know that we've had for the past um year and a half or so however long it's been yeah we it's been a lot of talks with her (laughs) 
Yes. Right? Why are you so mad? And why are you being so mean to that person? Right. Yes, my mind, all of that. Right. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I love, Keisha, is that everything you offer, it's free. It doesn't, it, 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 it's in the sense of it doesn't, it's not, there's no monetary exchange there's the exchange of energy in, in the form oh, of intention like you don't need to pay for it you like pay, get a buy or something it's not, tra- it's not transactional right, it's, right, right. it is it can be done for it can be it can be done with intention mm-hmm. it can be done with just making a choice i want to breathe for a moment yeah. i want to surround myself with the right community mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna track i'm gonna do some i'm gonna do some mood track and understand mm-hmm. why i mean homie is coming out right now <laughs> right and uh that's the beauty of our app is bringing those things into a very nice, accessible, culturally yes, relevant, absolutely. you know, way that it makes sense and, and it's and it's helpful. Yeah, and you see it as a tool. That's what I love about the app. Like mm-hmm. you know, you actually see. Uh, we were <laughs> talking a little earlier about these things that we inherently do, whether it's through our culture or how we've grown up. But you know, whether it's imagining and visualizing things or. Um, whatever these practices are that we just might have, but we don't recognize that this is a tool that we can use for good, mm-hmm. right. right? And so that's what I love about that app is it, it is letting people know, like, maybe this is a part of who you've always been. Maybe you've seen other people, but the thing is, these are things that you can use to transform your life. And And this is not about, you know, this is this is gonna put five million dollars in your bank account hey listen maybe it will you know but the thing is and and this is something that i think we need to pay more attention to is how is my daily hour by hour life going to be different Mm -hmm. if i do something different yes you know what i mean and it's not about the five years from now and what this huge thing is it's like tomorrow is there a way that I don't go to bed exhausted mm. in mind and body? Come on. You know, tomorrow is there a way that I can be more of who I am and be more loving to others and myself? This is about a daily thing. And so I just, I, I really love that you are offering mm. this to people to be like, listen, it's simple. Yes, come on. <laughs> it's something that you can do that you may have even been doing a little bit, you know. And you can actually use it as a tool to transform your life on a day-to-day basis. You put it perfectly. Going, Amen. transitioning from surviving mm-hmm. to thriving. Mm-hmm. And yes. thriving looks, it means something different. And it, it don't have That's to right. be anything grandiose or large. It could That's be just right. like you said, going to bed the next day with peace. With peace. Laying down with peace. Like that, right. that, that, is a, that is a point of awareness around thriving. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I appreciate right. you making that real laser. 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 <laughs> Y'all, we could be out here all day. <laughs> Listen. Y'all, we could be out here all the live long day with my sister here. And let's be clear, this is a free session. Okay? This is a whole, Y'all just got got a whole, whole free, free session. session. Okay, For right. Well, you were like, <laughs> I love that what, all that you offer is free. I was like, hold on. No, <laughs> <that is." laughs> well, that's not my bad That's okay. That's my lot to him. Let's be clear. The no, practices around mindfulness. <laughs> let me be. Re- let me go back and re- be, re- be real clear and laser. Be clear. The examples of mindfulness yeah. that have been yes. offered. Okay. Teacher yes. services. Uh, it, you know what? Go to not- her website and get engaged. That's what <laughs> I, we can offer there. Shoot, that's I know that's right. Look, y'all. Ooh, that has been a good time. Keisha, I love 
love you, love you, love you. So grateful. All right, y'all. Remember, we love ourselves. We absolutely love y'all. And we love being black. Hey. This has been Mindfulness for the Culture.